0: Hello, everybody. Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to remind you of our two sponsors who are here for today's podcast. The first one is Routine. When you sleep, you lose between a pound and a pound and a half of water, expelling vapors and sweat. Routine has come up with their own proprietary product called Morning Routine, which is designed to be the first thing you take first thing in the morning as part of your morning routine. Instead of grabbing that cup of coffee, start off with a morning routine. They come in single-serve packets. Each packet contains half an organic lemon, one tablespoon of apple cider vinegar, Himalayan sea salt, and all six essential electrolytes. But most importantly, no sugar. You take one of those packs, tear it open, dump it into 20 ounces of water, shake it up, and you're on your way. Routine also has a variety of other products, including green superfoods, vitamin D, apple cider vinegar gummies, and elderberry gummies. Uh, Routine, trusted ingredients made convenient. If you guys would like to give any of their products a try, you can head over to yourroutine.com and use code SHANEWHITE30 at checkout for 30% off your first order. Today's episode is also brought to you by Elite Sweets. Elite Sweets is redefining the way we think about sweets with their Elite Donuts. The Elite Donut is a better-for-you donut that is packed with 13 grams of protein. They're gluten-free, keto-friendly, and only contain one gram of sugar. That's right, a donut with one gram of sugar, high in protein, and is gluten-free and keto-friendly. Hard to believe, but they are fantastic. They have become a a staple of our house, and uh, I definitely suggest all of you go check out Elite Sweets. If you'd like to give one of uh, Elite Sweets Donuts a try, all three flavors are phenomenal. You can either go to EliteDonut.com or go to Amazon. The discount code for 30% off is ShaneWhite30, and that code works on both EliteDonut.com or on Amazon. The link to both of those is in the show notes, so go ahead and check that out. All right, everybody, I'm, I'm fired up about today's episode. Um, obviously, this podcast, I love talking to people about how they, you know, their story, how they went from zero to one. Um, this guy has about three different stories in one. Um, you guys are going to know his name. Uh, he's very well known, but he's done a few different things. He's an actor, uh, he's an investor, and he's invested in some of the biggest uh, success stories in the CPG space over the last decade, uh, Liquid IV, Super Coffee, just to name a few. And now he is the co-founder and CEO of Mosh, which is a protein bar company now. They hope to expand into other categories in the future, but they're designed to help your brain. So, you know, one of the first brands designed to benefit uh, your brain health with ingredients made up to do just that. Without further ado, give it up for Patrick Schwarzenegger. All right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Simply Finance with Shane White. I am honored to have Patrick Schwarzenegger on the podcast today. Patrick, welcome to the show, my friend.
1: Thanks for having me, man.
0: Absolutely. Pumped to have you on. Um, Would you mind just giving everyone a real high level intro to who you are if they don't already know?
1: Yeah, well, I guess I'm on here for the for the business side. So, you know, my name is Patrick Schwarzenegger. I, I live in Los Angeles, graduated from USC with a degree in business and cinematic arts, and uh, currently the CEO of Mosh, which is a uh, mission-driven company that looks to educate consumers on what they eat and drink impacts their brain health, uh, as well as the CEO of Achilles Advisors, which focuses on solely on better for you health and wellness alternative so anything that's providing americans with the healthier alternative to what's out there we do
0: love it love it yeah very cool and you're also an actor you've been in a lot of things on that side of things yeah yes your point it. achilles gave yeah, that small little additional thing um so it's i wanted to kind of start off patrick i thought it'd be cool you know when you were, were growing up obviously you know you you grew up with um in, a, in the, I guess, like the spotlight, right? You had, you know, you had uh, parents who were very well known. Did you know you wanted to get into business and start businesses and invest in businesses early on? Was that something you kind of thought through?
1: Yeah, I think that it was like, um, I kind of started to feel like I love business, you know, with my first little lemonade stand, like when okay. you're like six and you go out. And I remember one of the first presents I ever asked for, for from my, my dad and my mom was a, um, one of those like kind of kid cars you know like the ones that you can first start to drive when you're like six seven or whatever because yeah. um, I asked for this truck that allowed me to put the lemonade stand in the back of the bed okay and it would let me drive down the street to the corner where I could set up my lemonade stand and um, I remember kind of that's that was the first idea of learning about what business was when my dad would take me to the grocery store we'd buy the crystal light packets for x amount of dollars and then you would add the water in and then okay how do you make You know, what is revenue? What is profit? How do you make a profit? You've got to double what the price is for the crystal light. Then how many cups does that yield? And then how many of those, you know, cups do you have to sell to the customer? Stuff like that.
0: So he actually like, but he like pushed you to like learn that even early on versus just like, hey, go try to sell some lemonade.
1: Yeah. Just, just, just the basics, you know, the fundamentals of learning how do you, you know, if you're going to the grocery store and you're buying these packets, how do you make the money back? And then, not only how do you make the money back, but then how do you make money on top of that? So just very simple things, you know, we didn't have, you know, our cost of acquisition back then we didn't have, you know, but that was just me waving down customers and everything like that. But, um, that was kind of my first, you know, little step into business. And I remember when I started my first company, when I was, um, 12 called project 360, which was a clothing company that, that, um, had different inspirational words and, and was, uh, Started out as a nonprofit, but I, I met Warren Buffett one day when I was selling some of these oh, bracelets wow. and shirts, and he said, if I could give you one piece of advice, it's to start early, that he he always hires people and likes to work with people that started businesses early, whether that was a lemonade stand, whether that was a, a failed company in their teenage years or in high school or in college and stuff like that, because it always gives you an idea of, of, of learning the numbers, learning what business is, how, how, you know, what is revenue, what is profit, what is all these different things that they usually don't teach you in middle school, high school, or even college. So Yeah, right.
0: Oh, that's wild. Yeah, no, it's funny. Yeah. It's cool that he like, actually pushed you to learn that because how many people do we all know probably have tried a lemonade stand, but maybe their parents just gave them the lemonade and never said a word and they're selling it for who knows what. You know?
1: I know. I have thought about bringing it back. I think it'd be pretty fun.
0: I would agree. Yeah, you need to you need to coordinate with like I feel like Gary V and you would be like two I people know. that I could think of who could just like totally just maybe that'll be that my out.
1: podcast. It would just be like me and a guest selling lemonade at a at a corner.
0: Love it. There you go. That's that's a good idea. Honestly, it you is. Should start a, start a podcast doing that. That's awesome. Um. So yeah. Okay. So cool. So early on, you you kind of had the vibe of you know you wanted to be in business. Did you did you also know you wanted to try acting? Like I'm sure with your with your dad and your mom kind of being in that industry, was that, was that something you knew you wanted to try?
1: Yeah, I mean, I did like school plays and things like that. Um, And, uh, and then I kind of took a break from it going into high school. And then I got back into it after high school. And there was always kind of this pushback internally of me, like kind of wondering, can I do both business and film work? Can I do both? Do they work together? And, you know, different people have different kind of theories and ideology about, You know, you should really just focus on one thing and become the best at that, you know, singular thing. Or there's other people like my dad that thinks, you know, you don't fit into one box. You can do, you know, multiple different verticals and uh, find ways to make them overlap. So, you know, with the film and with the business, I always try to continue to do the film work to build my identity, to build my portfolio, to build my name and my presence so that it does help with things like, uh, you know, a super coffee or liquid IV or uh, striking deals now with elite suites or becoming advisor and helping bring in other strategic capital or other celebrities or other um, using my platform, my social media to build um, the brand identity of that company, stuff like that. So, for me, it really works hand-in-hand, hand. Um, but I understand the other side of it as well.
0: Got it. Yeah, yeah. So you, you really find there's some synergy in, in kind of doing 100%. it all at once. You probably meet a lot of people, don't you, by like being involved in the different industries?
1: Oh, yeah. And, and, and you're seeing more and more uh, other actors, other film people, other celebrities, other athletes, stuff like that, getting into the business world. I mean, if you were to look five, even five years ago, it was only really LeBron, yeah. I mean, my, before that, obviously Michael Jordan did Tiger Woods, et cetera. But in the NBA space, it was really only LeBron that was investing in other companies and actually starting things from, you know, ground up. Uh, and then in the entertainment space, you know, it really started with Planet Hollywood with my dad and Bruce Willis and Sly that kind of used their names to propel a brand. Um, and then you started to see, you know, more actors start to do it. You have The Rock, you have, uh, you know, Wahlberg with Wahlburgers and Wall Street and all these different things. But um, I think a lot of people are starting to see how can they go into business or use the profession they're in to to build a business to use their, their, uh, their presence and their followings and, and everything like that to excel and accelerate a certain business so I think we're going to continue to see that you know with Kylie Jenner with Kendall with all these different people that are creating new brands it's, it's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, it's badass. Do you feel like the one thing I've always been amazed by people like in your space that are doing all this is the time? Like, you know, I've worked for obviously for, we talked about right before we started recording for startups and it's just usually it, it absorbs all of your time and more. So, like trying to be on set and filming, I'm sure you do, you, is the key there like getting a team around you that helps you operate because it seems like there's just not enough hours in the day.
1: Yeah, it's, um, film is one of those things where you're you're extremely busy but at the same time you have so much time uh it's the weirdest combination but there's you know on a film set for example i could be doing a scene for 30 minutes or something like that and then they need to change the lighting they need to change the scene around and that's an hour downtime
0: oh wow so then i go back to my
1: trailer i'll work 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 then i'll go back to set when they call me do the filming then i'll go back to, to my trailer do the work so there's a lot of downtime while you're, while you're actually on set. Um, and uh, you know, there's the famous line that says, hurry up and wait. That's kind of like the, the, the film term of like uh, you know, you're always kind of just sitting around until you're you know, ready to go. Then they force you to hurry, hurry, hurry. Um, but yes, now I have with Mosh, I have two other teammates, uh, someone that helps on marketing and operations Uh, For my actual Achilles advisors, it's just me, uh, you know, accountant, lawyer, et cetera. But for actually sourcing deals and stuff like that, um, you know, I do it all myself on LinkedIn, Instagram, reach out to companies myself, Um, you know, elite suites. I I reached out to myself, super coffee. I reached out to the night after uh, the night of shark tank, when they didn't get a deal Uh, liquid IV, I reached out to myself. Blaze Pizza, I was interning at a company that they came and pitched them for. So it's just kind of happened over time. I usually like to find companies that I'm organically interested in and that I actually use their products or I actually believe in their in their concept and in their mission. And then I like to see do I align with that founder? Do I really believe in that jockey? And uh and then go from there.
0: That's really cool, man. Yeah, because I was gonna say I was I was so curious how you even got into the Achilles side and and did yeah, you get introduced so, to your first deal? Did you just, were like, yeah. hey, that's something I want to do?
1: I always tell people it kind of started as just being a struggling customer. You know, I'm a customer with all these different products. I eat the healthier alternative to everything that that other people eat. So I'm obsessed with that kind of, with the space. And if you looked at my, uh, my pantry, it probably looks like a grocery store. It's crazy, okay. but... Um, yeah, I started out by being a struggling customer. You know, I grew up in a household where, you know, my dad was a former bodybuilding champion. He was extremely anal about what we ate in the household, what we had in the freezer, what we had in the fridge, in the pantry. So I was that kid that you probably didn't want to come over and have a, at a have a snack at his house, you know. <laughs> we didn't have the cocoa puffs and the Reese's Puffs and the, you know, Frosted Flakes and anything like that. So, um when high school started to to come to an end, and I I went off to college and started to have to buy my own groceries and live on you know my, with my friends and roommates and stuff like that, it kind of grew um, this idea for me that I wanted to start to to be able to go and eat these certain foods without feeling you know guilty or uh, you know bloated or fat or whatever. Sure. Oh, yeah. um, and uh, so I kind of decided you know I'm going to make this I'm going to start to use my 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 platform and Use some of the money that I've made to go find these different entrepreneurs. Young entrepreneurs is what I like to focus on, that are that are really trying to go solve this issue in America of uh, obesity and and the the, the sugar intake and the, just all the different crap that was out there. And that started with Blaze Pizza. That kind of pitched the idea of we're trying to sell a healthier pizza and allow customers to customize their pizza and organic ingredients and and everything like that. So that was kind of the first investment, which grew from zero to 400 stores. And um, and then I started to see customers that were coming in and asking for different types of water. They didn't want the Dasani. They wanted different types of chips. They didn't want just the the Lay's. They didn't want the, uh, you know, sugared iced teas. They wanted, you know, the honest teas. They wanted all these different things. They were kind of starting to get a little bit smarter and interested in their ingredients and how the product was being made. And so then I sold out of Blaze and I took that large amount of money and just said, I'm going to make, you know, Achilles advisors, which focuses solely on better for you health and wellness alternatives. And, um, the first investment out of that was super coffee about four or five years ago, whatever that was, um, which was just branded as, you know, we are the better for you Starbucks Frappuccino. Yeah. Yeah. Simple. We're, we taste like a Starbucks Frappuccino. They have 36 grams of sugar. We have zero. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to start to find these different brands that are doing that what super coffee is doing for the frappuccino, but towards Gatorade, that was liquid IV towards pizza, which was Blaze, towards nuggets, which is nugs towards ramen, which is Emmy, towards uh, supplements, which is ladder, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And that's, that's really where I like to go.
0: Got it. Oh, love that. That's really cool. You, you basically took the concept you started this podcast off with the lemonade stand and did that with Achilles. It sounds like you yep. took the money from your first one and flipped it and, and turned it into exactly. more. I love it, man. That's cool. Did you, and it's cool too. Cause it's, you know, it's funny that you, you say that, you know, I, I didn't even think about that. Like for you growing up, would, yeah. Was your dad just like super clean, crazy amounts of protein oh. food. Yeah. That's yeah. so true. I never thought about that because that's such a funny gap to like where you are now. And like, you're involved in, yeah, brands. He, not that you're not protein he's, focused. He's but. got
1: a sweet tooth though, you know, okay. like and right. so do I. So, you know, and that's the thing. And so does everybody, like most people do. And that's, you know, um, that's why it's always like, how can you satiate customers to feel like they're getting these different, you know, satiate their, their taste buds so that they're still getting something that tastes sweet or still tastes really good or yummy. It's just not with a hundred grams of sugar or, you know, 50 you know grams of carbs or whatever it is. So that's, that's really what we're trying to do.
0: Got it. No, I love that. And I think it's really cool for people listening. I mean, to think that you're going out on LinkedIn by yourself and, and finding brands you resonate with that, hopefully gives people a lot of hope, maybe who has a, you know, have a dream that's building something that there's people out there like you that like, there's just organic, you know, interest in this space right now, which is super exciting. How yeah. did you, and then how did you like, you know, I always wonder like for someone like you, who your first like investment from Achilles was, was super coffee. How did you decide on super coffee? It was just, you just love the product and then believed in the business.
1: So I started, it was right when I was in college. Um, I was getting hooked on coffee. Uh, <laughs> we all did this, there was this new thing that was starting to creep out called cold brew. And, uh, and I was only drinking iced coffee and cold coffee and everything like that. And um, I started by drinking, you know, iced vanilla lattes, like I would always do iced vanilla lattes with normal milk and, and um, started, I loved the Starbucks Frappuccinos. And then when I started to get more and more health conscious, and was like, kind of working out a lot and everything, I looked to reduce my sugar intake and stuff. And I was realizing that my iced lattes at Starbucks were like, 40 grams of sugar Oh yeah, and same with the little frappuccinos. And that was the fastest growing ready to drink coffee and coffee at the time was like the fastest growing space. And Amazon had just released their, their data saying that ready to drinks were one of the fastest growing spaces on, on Amazon breakfast on the go was one of the fastest and cold brew was still, was just going absolutely bonkers. Oh wow. And, and still is by the way. I mean, cold brew, I think now is, like a majority of sales for actual Starbucks and yeah, actual ice coffee is now outpaced hot coffee in the last year. Um, so the, those kind of data points made me want to look around. And there was another brand called chameleon coffee that was just starting and they were doing just cold brew. And then I, I kind of just watched shark tank and saw these uh, three brothers pitch this idea of a, a better for you Starbucks frappuccino without the sugar. And they're using this new thing called monk fruit and stevia and you know these new technology uh food technologies and and um so i was they didn't get a deal and i was like shit you know i'm gonna dm these guys so i looked up their names and i found jordan uh jimmy and jake and i just dm them and i said look guys like i you know love i think that. this is great i'd love that you guys are so passionate about this of reducing uh you know the sugar intake for americans and and trying to bring positive energy uh you know, let me fly out to New York and let's do a deal. I want to help. And that was one of the things I really liked about them was that they weren't just pushing a coffee. They were trying to push a mission, a mission of reducing the sugar intake in Americans and pushing positivity because everything, your day and your momentum, everything starts with your morning cup of coffee. So that was just me really betting on them and on the idea they were doing. And now they, have you know, just raised that $500 million and they're cranking along. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And they're the kind of people I've had Jordan on here twice. I know him decently. Well, they're just the kind of people who like, it's hard not to get behind and believe what they're doing. They're so energetic and so pumped about what they're doing, which is fun. Right. And that I'm sure as an investor, that's like what you look for. And I I mean, is there any other things that like stood out to you when you vetted them or other founders, like those kind of the key things, like a mission and something you're like driven behind?
1: Yeah. For them. No. Um, It was just me really believing in them and their, you know, Absolute obsession and positivity towards this company and this mission. Um, Usually when I invest, I I try to say, you know, am I a real customer of the product? Do I believe in in the product and is it available and accessible for mass America? Uh, Do I believe in the jockey? Do I believe in the person that's running the company? and really feel that they're super passionate about this and not just trying to get, you know, a quick dollar or something. Sure. And uh, and three, does it have a mission behind it? You know, what is its mission? Is it, does it have a true why, or is it just trying to sell a product, which is a what? And if you look to all these different companies, super coffee, you know, like I just said, they weren't selling a coffee. They were selling positivity and they were selling a reduction in sugar, liquid IV, same exact thing you know, they actually have a give back part of their company. And uh, so that was kind of the same same thing with them. And and so I really like to find companies that do have a, a, a mission and are embedded in a why and that the customer really, uh, you know, goes and believes in that.
0: Yeah, no, totally, totally makes sense. That's, it's badass. I think uh, it's cool too. the super coffee guys, it seemed like and maybe that's where I first came across you. It seemed like uh, you got really involved too. Like you seem like you would show yeah. up to events and you would like yeah, yeah, their yeah. booth. And like, I think that's really cool too. It seems like you also have like a true passion behind, you know, this industry and some of these brands more so than just, you know, investing in them, for example.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that's, that's one of the things that's kind of unique about me as an investor is now there's a lot of celebrity investors and stuff like that, that just kind of, you know, bring money over, but you know, cash is kind of cheap right now. Um, you know, there's a lot of people throwing money at the, at the wall and at different companies. And now companies are starting to look for people that will actually help in other ways. Yeah. For me with super coffee was still early in my career. I still am early in my career, but I wanted to learn. Um, so, you know, our relationship together has been a very big win-win. Um, you know, we're all going to make fantastic amount of money we're all going to help americans reduce the amount of sugar and i really got to learn about business i mean you know going to them to the trade shows expo east expo west uh, going to different investment dinners you know i'm filming in atlanta right now and jordan came out like a month or two ago and we went to dinner with some of the heads of of uh of anheuser Busch and and some other people in in uh, atlanta and stuff like that and like those are just things that you know I get to do because I'm part of super coffee, and I get to meet these guys and and learn about distribution and learn about the different um you know r and d and different ingredients and allulose and monk fruit and all these different things that are helping um, the the product taste good so you know for me it's been um, i'll do anything for them or with them right now or in the future because they've they've helped me just as much as I've helped them
0: I love that that is so cool, and again, you know spreading positive energy for sure. So it's cool too. you know, I think about your story. you you had this passion for health and wellness. You created an avenue to invest into brands, which is which is really exciting and cool. and it allowed you to kind of learn about all these different parts of the business that maybe you wouldn't have if you you know had just gone into acting or just did investing and didn't get involved. Did that then bring life to your newest venture, Mosh? I mean, where, where was that along this whole path where all of a sudden you were like, hey, I want to start my own. Like, I want to, I, I yeah. love this, but I want to start my own brand too.
1: So it's part of my business plan, right? Okay. So like 10 years ago, less, maybe eight years ago or something like that, when I was starting Achilles Advisors, I have a, a there's a, there's kind of a, a three kind of three parts to my life with it. Wow. The first was how can I find these better for you health and wellness you know, companies and help them grow and really prove out the concept that health and wellness and healthier alternatives is a space that is going to continue to grow in America and that people are interested in finding the better for you version. That was step number one. That was the super coffee, the liquid IV, the blaze pizza, the nugs, the, you know, et cetera. I really wanted to have success there and prove out the concept that there was customers looking for that have some financial exits, have some things that I could really learn from. And then it was going to, okay, how can I take those the learnings that I've had by helping these different companies, by seeing what customers are really looking for and everything like that, and then take those data and insights and start to create companies in-house. And that's kind of where we're going now. Mosh is the first of those, but we want to go and create multiple different companies in that space. Um, not just the brain health space, but anything, any space that we think is ripe for disruption or buying companies that are in the proof of uh, concept stage. So once they've proof um, that they have a concept and that it's ripe for, for disruption, it would be buying that company, taking it in house, and then growing it. Oh, so nice. that's kind of the next step of my career, my 30s, I, I call it even though I'm 28. So that's, I'm prepping for that prepping
0: for. I turned 30 on Monday, so now I'm like up against the wall of what I need to do okay. next I feel the pressure. There I, you go.
1: I get you. <laughs> um, so that's that's kind of what what Mosh is the first of that. And um Mosh is really awesome because I got to start it with my mom and my mom was really really hungry to do something in this brain health space because she's dedicated her life towards Alzheimer's and towards brain research. Started the Women's Alzheimer's Movement after losing her father to Alzheimer's. And we've continued to see cognitive decline and cognitive functionality and, um, and focus and, and these different emotions that people get as an increase uh, in what, people, what customers are looking for. Um, you know, so, so it's kind of like no longer are customers just looking for the healthier version Or the convenient version, but they're really looking for products that are gonna, what is this product gonna make me feel? What is it gonna do for me? What is it gonna do for my brain? What is it gonna do for my gut? What is it gonna do for my muscles? What is it gonna do for my skin? Different things like that. And we feel that no one's really tapped into the brain. So that's kind of where we really wanna go. And it's a mission driven company. We give back to the women's Alzheimer's movement. And, um, you know, that's kind of our first company. And our first product is a Brain Bar, which is a, on the go snack bar with different brain healthy ingredients and follows a kind of a ketogenic, low sugar, low carb diet, which is, uh, you know, goes hand in hand with the best kind of diet for brain health. And, um, you know, we had a massive successful launch. We sold, you know, almost 65,000 bars in the matter of three or four days Wow, sold congrats. out. And, um, and yeah, so now we're just waiting for more uh, product to be in, in, in stock and, and, uh, continue to grow that and learn learn really what customers are are looking for and, and what they're interested in and what other verticals, uh, is it hydration? Is it protein powders with brain ingredients? Is it greens? Is it, you know, what else are they really, you know, wanting to, to, um, what other forms are they looking for?
0: Well, first of all, congrats. That's phenomenal to hear you guys just blew that out of the water. Um, yeah. it was cool. Cause when I first saw you, uh, you and your mom post about that, uh, that's, you know, that hits home for me. I've, I've lost a few grandparents to Alzheimer's. It's definitely a, it's a tough one. So Really love what you guys are building. I think that's really cool. Um, and starting off with bars, I think mean, it's a great idea. Um, you know, it's an easy way to get it into your daily routine. So you said you kind of hit on it, but you you're gonna have other verticals potentially that Mosh could then develop into, or they'd be different brands, you think?
1: No, they're they're all be under Mosh. I mean, my mom's kind of like golden company that she wants to become is like a Newman's. Ah, uh, yeah. you know, really based in a mission that gives back, but that starts with one product but then goes to different you know, she wants to have like a, a, a trail mix and nut mix for, for that's, you know, all the healthy stuff for the brain or a um, hydration powder or a uh, kind of a morning mind powder that focuses on focus and memory and things for attentiveness or stuff for sleeping, you know, better sleep, relaxing the mind, relaxing the body. And it's all about brain and body together, you know? And yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what customers are really interested in. We're starting small, you know, self-funded and and really, just trying to find out, uh, you know, what they, what customers are wanting, and build a community through it.
0: That's really cool, man. Um, what, what have been some like early surprise? Like this being your first, like you know, CPG food brand that you're a CEO of. What have been some like really surprising things that have happened early on? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I, you know, as you can imagine, with COVID, nothing has been easy. Um, you know, it's it was the best and worst time to start a company. Um, best time being that I moved back home with my mom and I really got to spend time with her and focus on what she wanted to get out there and and how and and from the messaging the wording to the branding everything like that the worst being that we couldn't take a step into our kitchens into the Coman kitchens we couldn't work with hands-on with any of the ingredients we had to work with people over zoom and everything and and then you know the amount of time that took to work with someone like me and you talking about this. Oh no, we want this different ingredient, this different. We want it to taste like this. Then them sending it over, then us trying it, then giving the feedback, then going back. I mean, it took 10 times the length that it needed to do. Um, We had problems with a a co-man, you know, before we launched that had uh, problems with COVID and had to close. And uh, so we were supposed to launch in January and we had to push that out to September by going and finding a new place to, to make our product and get all new different supplies, um, the week we launched, we had a chocolate liqueur shortage, and oh, wow. we had uh, problems when we switched the supplier for our different cacao and chocolate for our chocolate bars. Um, a certain amount of our our chocolate bars had this terrible uh, aftertaste, kind of like from the from the uh, the allulose and vegetable glycerin. And from the mushrooms, because we have different ashwagandha, lion's mane, um, you know, vitamin D3, B12, omega-3s. We have, you know, we have ingredients that are good for the brain that don't always taste good. Yeah. And yeah. we use specific ingredients to help mask that. But when there was a shortage for that and we had to make these products, you know, it, it left some of the, the, the product not tasting up to par uh, for what we what we really wanted and what we spent so much time with. So Getting that call on my birthday at three a m while I was on set, oh shoot <laughs> we were launching in about thirty hours. oh um, shit, wow, The product was at the three p l couldn't talk to the three p l It was a weekend in the middle of the night. Um, you know those are things that happen. There's things that are going on with the supply chain all over, so you know what we did was we went through the good products, got all the good products out to our customers. Um, anyone that got one that they didn't, weren't obsessed with or loved, we did a, uh, you know, we created a whole, uh, win back, you know, program to offer them, um, you know, free new chocolate bars once they came in and, um, and, uh, just really, really focused on customer support and customer relationship. And, and I was just blown away with how happy customers were with the product. Um, and also how happy they were with, when we kind of told them, Uh, just being honest about things with the supply chain and with what happened. And we'd be happy to give you free new product. Once it comes in, stuff like that, they were just, they were really understanding. Um, But we have, I mean, the other product, even most of the chocolates that got produced correctly and, and the peanut butter and peanut butter chocolate chip. I mean, they, they, the scores that have come in are so high and, and uh, you know, we have a huge wait list for batch number two. So it's going really good, but it's, It's not without
0: hiccups for sure. 100%, man. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's interesting to even hear like for you at the launch, you dealt with that. I know um, I, I didn't know much about customer service until I joined RX. And at RX Bar, like the first two weeks, everyone had to go through customer service. Like I was a finance hire, but didn't do any finance for two weeks. I just sat in customer service and emails answered the phone. Um, but it really, when you guys do that, when you pull something like that off and you give back to your customers who are buying into you at the beginning, like it adds, I'm telling you, it adds value for years, like people for years. I mean, these are
1: your early adapters. These are the people that are betting on you when you launch and right out of the gates. Uh, you know, these are your, probably your longest lifetime value customers. So I'll do anything to make sure that they're happy and to win them back if they're not happy. And, and that's why I did this long form survey the other day. Um, that's why I've talked with them over, over, you know, messages. That's why I've sent personalized videos from myself and my mom over DM to different customers. You know, the, the little things that you can't do when you have a massive company, when you have a small company, it's, it's important to do.
0: Hundred percent, man. Yeah, I'm sure people loved getting video messages from you. I'm sure yeah. they're probably like, all right, well, I'm buying you're it all freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So when are you guys planning on being back in stock and relaunching? Is that coming up soon? Hopefully.
1: Yeah, it's supposed to be the end of this. I'm just waiting on one more ingredient to come in, which was supposed to come in last week and then it was supposed to come in this week, and now it's supposed to be next week. Always, um, always happens. Yeah, it's just it's classic. But once that comes in, we'll be ready to go. And, uh, you know, we have to, we have to produce the product and get everything tested and, and, and then, uh, and then go back out.
0: Love it. Love it. And right now, is it just on your guys' website? And we'll add Only website. Yeah.
1: Just direct to consumer through mosh, uh, moshlife.com. And that's so that we can learn, you know, we can have a direct relationship with our customers. We have their emails. We can email them. Uh, we have an extremely high open rate, click through rate um response back our our survey was just it was the numbers that came back was just unheard of um so those are the kind of benefits that we can do when we're when we're talking one on one with them yeah
0: no I, you know what's so cool about this you know i figured you being the ceo of this this is the kind of level of detail you were spending but didn't know until i got to know you a little bit on the zoom call <laughs> today it's so cool, like you're you like in the weeds looking at metrics. Like I bet a lot of people don't know that's you know stuff that you're focused on. I think a lot. That's, yeah. I think it's really cool. You are like intimately involved with this brand.
1: Yeah, and again, it goes back to just being able to, to learn. Right there's there's different ways of me being an investor and advisor and helping a company from ten thousand feet up versus being inside the company on, on ground level and in the, in the dirt, you know? Oh yeah. And really understanding, you know, everything from the R and D side to how these products are, are manufactured and what's affecting the actual, uh, you know, operations and line time and, you know, the supply chain of things and how are they coming in or not and the wrapper, you know, getting different wrappers on, on the bars and the backlog of the wrapper industry and the shipping delays and and, uh, you know, what's going on with iOS 14 and the customer acquisition costs and all these different things. It's, it's, you know, you have to learn, you can't just be, you know, an investor. And I mean, sure you can, I guess that doesn't really excite me, but, um, you have to be able to, to learn and talk this terminology and, and really understand it from the ground level to be able to, uh, have a positive impact on my future businesses that I want to create and on my future investing.
0: Love that, yeah, Patrick. That's cool as shit. I mean, it's it's very rare, I would say, at least from the people I've met and in, in, being involved in the industry. Like ten thousand foot view and being in the weed at the same time. It's I mean, that's cool. It's, you're you definitely yeah. differentiate yourself in that regard. Have you first thing that comes to my mind is does this mean you're some at some point like you know are you calling Jordan and asking him some of the questions and calling other team like people you've invested in are they then now oh yes oh my god it's kind of cool right it's like come full circle
1: so. The night of my birthday, when I had that problem, I messaged one of the other founders of a company that, that I knew that had a problem with, um, with his initial launch. And he messaged me back in the morning. We had a FaceTime, we talked for like 15, 20 minutes, and he just went through every step of what I should, I should focus on. Um, when customers were not loving the product, when they were loving the product, what happens with the with the specific batch, how to deal with the co-man, all this different stuff. He had such a similar problem when he launched and uh, his version 2.0, he contained like, I think it was like 60 something percent of his initial purchasers back oh, wow. for the second batch. So I was just really wanting to learn on what he did and it was all customer service. Customer service, customer service, customer service, creating a game plan, creating messaging, creating um, just an authentic, real um kind of vulnerable side of what we were going through and stuff like that. And uh and it really worked. So that was a blessing to have those kind of resources and outlets to talk to. Um but I talk with different founders all the time before I make an investment. I talked to Jordan last night uh about an investment I'm supposed to make today and wanted his insights and his data and what he thought of the industry in the space and valuation and you know stuff like that. So.
0: so that's awesome. So again, like we've talked about this whole time. It's like Full circle of all these different industries you're involved in seem to pay dividends, and honestly, creating tons of synergy, which is which is badass. Yeah. Um, so you've 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 done the investing. Now you're getting into Mosh and you know operating and starting your own brand. Do you want to give anyone listening a hint to? You said there's like three pillars here for your your lifelong business plan. What's what's number three? or Is that keep being held close to the vest? Is that a secret?
1: Yeah, that's you. That's fine. <laughs> no, we're entering, we're entering phase two right now. So right. We'll, we'll see what- We'll what have you back
0: of- on whenever that is a decade from now for phase three then.
1: Exactly.
0: Perfect. I love it. I love it. Um, well, Patrick, I want to be cognizant of time too. So there's three questions I always ask towards the end that I, I love to get, you know, founders, investors, get their, get their take <laughs> on. So you're probably the best example of this to be honest so far. Uh, this first question is all about uh, managing your time. So you being, you know, on set to be an investor to now being a CEO of a company, what do you do to plan your yearly goals? Or you you have a life goal, business goals. Um, and then all the way down to the day to day of planning your daily tasks, what tools do you use to get shit done? Was it an app? Are you a pen and paper kind of guy? Like, what do you use to just manage your time in your day?
1: Um, I'm a huge, huge goal person um, every year creating different goals, creating kind of monthly goals. Um, it kind of gets distorted and, and mixed around when I go to set, um, because I'm a huge, uh, kind of habit person. Um, I'm a big believer in creating momentum and the momentum starts in the beginning of the day and in the morning. And that can affect every single little part of your, your day with, with business, with health, with eating, with anything like that. So, you know, I did this thing what was that a few months ago before I started filming where I did 50 days at 5 a.m. And that was to kind of prove it to everybody that if they came and joined along, I gave them free coffee for, oh, the, nice. for a month. And um, but that was to to start someone's morning with a win is always what I like to do. And that's you do something that you don't want to do. And when you actually accomplish it and do it, you show your body and you show your mind and mentality that that you that you can do anything and it creates a win and then it goes and creates momentum for the rest of your day. And there's a really good book called Atomic Habits, which talks about that and stacking habits, one on top of another, top of another to create the momentum. So you know, there was things that our dad used to have us uh, do when we were growing up, which was things from brushing your teeth in the morning, to making your bed, to clean your room, to turning the lights off. And there were these really annoying little habits that he made us do, but that stacked upon each other, created a win after win after win after win, and it would spread into the rest of your day. Um So that's kind of my, my first thing is I always like to start my day with some sort of win, whether that's waking up earlier than I want, whether that's starting the day with a workout. Um, And then that kind of progresses into the day with my eating, with my, uh, how I'm treating people, how I'm doing my work, stuff like that. But, but yeah, I'm a huge goal person. And when I create my goals, I always try to resonate with, with the why of those goals. Why is it that I'm wanting to accomplish X, Y, and Z, right? And too many people always try to focus on an outcome. I want to get this this pay raise. I want to get uh, promoted at my job or anything like that. And what happens is when they finally do, they're looking for the next thing right away. Mm -hmm. And they're not happy with where they are. They're not reflecting on where they are because they have no reason and no why associated to what that goal is, rather than when someone says, I want to get that pay raise because I want to be able to afford to, to provide my my family with private school instead of public school. Or I want to be able to uh, afford a nanny so that I can spend more time with my wife and have more one-on-one time and enjoy our relationship. Or I want to get that, that you know, new film role because uh, that'll help create, you know, build my platform to become bigger so that I can, uh, you know, have a larger platform to help one of these other businesses grow their brand identity, whatever it is. When you associate a why with that specific goal, and then you hit it, and then there's a real uh, feeling of dopamine and, and excitement for for a person that makes you go and crave more.
0: Love that. I uh, compound effect is another one that's similar to Atomic Habits. I think that I it's probably my favorite book. And then it's funny as you were saying the morning workout stuff. One person we both know is, uh, Corey Gregory, who was, you know, muscle farm. And then, yeah, yeah. So I know him and, uh, funny enough, like he got me onto the lunging. I don't know if you've ever done his lunging. Have you seen? No,
1: I, I don't know how he does it. I honestly don't know. He texted me yesterday morning at, uh, what was it? It was maybe 2am my time. Yeah, I mean, he's up at 3 or, or 1 a.m. my time. He was in the jacuzzi smoking a cigar I saw at that. 6.45 in the morning sending me photos. And I was like, <laughs> you are absolutely nuts. And he was like, oh, man, I crushed a crazy workout this morning, went to the tracted my lunges, did a podcast and all this. And I'm, now I'm relaxing in the jacuzzi with the cigar. I was like, dude, you're insane.
0: He, he's a savage. But it goes yeah. to show, though. It, it, the reason I even brought that up was... um he got, I've been doing lunges for almost two years now. And it is, it's something like every morning I'm like, it's going to suck. I don't care if it's yeah. cold or it's hot. It's like, but just a check mark, you know, get it yeah. done. But anyway, that's funny. I agree doing something in the morning or at least something that creates momentum. I've learned, I think the last three years, especially since COVID started the last two momentum is everything. It's like everything, it's, you know, And people always try to like start stuff and then a week or two goes by and then they try to do something else for that project goal business gotta be like every day what's a little thing you can do and just build my know. i agree
1: it's it's hard man it's exhausting mentally physically but once you get on a roll and i think i think it's like 16 or 21 days it takes the body and the mind to get acclimated towards that Mm -hmm. uh, towards waking up at that new time towards eating a certain way towards whatever it is but once you hit that i mean it's there's no better feeling Right, you know, it's kind of like the thing that I that I hate the most is the ice bath.
0: Okay, I need to do that. I haven't. I really oh, haven't got to I, do that. I have
1: a new one coming in, a, a new machine coming to my house. I got a sauna, and ice bath. There's nothing I hate more than the ice bath. The first five to 20, 30 seconds are I, there's mentally I want to qu- I want to get out so bad and just get yeah. into a hot shower, but there is no better feeling then after the three minutes timer comes up and you know that you went through it and your body feels like, uh, you're absolutely high. It's the best thing ever, but you know, so that's always another thing is always like kind of the temporary pain to go through, uh, to get to that, that end reward or feeling, but
0: love that. Love that. No, that's, that's what I need to get. I want to get a sauna and an ice, ice bath. Those, those two are definitely recovery things that I need to get. Um, yeah, awesome. That's badass. the last or the second to last one, Uh, You just gave one, Atomic Habits. Do you have any other books or just sources of knowledge that you would suggest for the audience listening today?
1: Honestly, I'm disappointed with myself. Um, I had a book club last year where I did a book every month and we had a few hundred people and I went on Zoom and we talked about it every week. Oh, nice. And we went through a book a month and uh, I fell off. It's tough. It's so hard, I fell off. And I had not only fell off the book club, and I stopped the book club. I stopped reading. Um, <laughs> That's a cold turkey. It just I went cold turkey, and I haven't even brought it back. So I'm gonna add that back to my 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 goals on on 2022 and stuff like that. The the Zoom and the book club gave me this resource and this this kind of uh, you know accountability. I had to do it because I had a few hundred people that were on there on the Zoom and they were messaging me and and everything. So. I'm going to bring it back, but Atomic Habits is a fantastic book. Um, You know, one of my mentors is Simon Sinek and I love all of his books. I think he's fantastic. Malcolm Gladwell really great. Um, So, yeah.
0: Got it. Love it. Now, are you an actual like physical book reader? Are you audible? What do you, how do you usually digest it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because I like to underline things and make notes, even though I never really go back to them. I still like to do that. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Yeah. Love it. Okay, great. No, I love it. Well, we'll we'll add that to uh, the show notes too, so people can find that. If you bring the book club back, I'm sure you'll get some additional listeners now. Um, So the last one, most important, especially with Mosh, how can people follow along with your journey? How can people try Mosh when you guys are back in stock and how can people follow along?
1: Yeah. So if you go to moshlife.com, you know, we have a little pop-up that allows you to to put in your email um, to be notified when we're back in stock. Um, you actually have a chance to win a free month supply of mosh. If you do enter your email, that's how we get some good acquisition. Um, but yeah, we're, we're hoping to be back in stock in the, in the next few weeks. And I recommend putting your email down because we're doing the same size batch again. Um, so we might sell out in a little bit, you know, as well, but you can follow me on, on Patrick Schwarzenegger on Instagram or on LinkedIn. I'm very, uh, you know, present and, um, mosh is mosh life. Love it.
0: Well, Patrick, thank you so much, man. This is badass. It was a pleasure meeting yeah. you. Pleasure having you on. And uh, thanks for
1: your time, man. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. And uh, all the best to you. Awesome. You as well, man. Thank you.